Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Legal Breakdown podcast. The first episode I did was focusing on the housing market in the UK and how the United States financial options with Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae could help with 30-year fixed rate mortgages in the UK for people on lower incomes and also to have lower deposits to be able to afford property. This episode and my second article that I will be publishing will be following on from the American property market um, how we can use the Swiss property market as one of our examples on how they finance their properties. So Switzerland is one of the most expensive places to live in the world with some of the most expensive house prices, build costs and living costs. So how does the Swiss system work? Purchasing a house in Switzerland with finance is very much like a standard mortgage like we get in the UK over terms of 30 or 40 years with a slight difference that I will discuss in a second with a combination of bridging finance. So bridging finance, if you don't already know, is a loan normally used for a short period of time, sometimes up to about 12 months, but it is of higher interest. And these types of loans are normally used by developers or purchasers on properties that can't either be mortgaged conventionally until certain works are carried out. So with a conventional mortgage, it's a requirement for a house to have a kitchen. And obviously, if it doesn't, then a bridging loan may not have such a requirement or it may be used by developers who flip houses rather than taking out long-term mortgages and they know they're going to be able to flip them within 12 months time. They will just take out the shorter loan because the penalties of a longer loan may outweigh the interest. They can either be, and then after that, it may also be used for investors who invest in property because they have poorer finances or they need to prove the return on the property before they can remortgage at standard rates and terms for the longer period for their investment portfolios. So how does the Swiss system operate in practice? So in Switzerland, you have two mortgages, basically a conventional mortgage covering the bulk of the loan, let's say in this case, 75% of the loan to value. But unlike UK mortgages, they do not have a defined repayment term, but usually last between 50 to 100 years is normally expected. Then you have what is called the bridging loan element, but rather than only lasting 12 months, it is much longer. This part covers the shortfall between the cash down payment of usually 3 to 5% and the mortgage requirements. This is normally paid off before retirement or 15 years in length, depending on the option chosen and the length required. These have come to be known and nicknamed the generation mortgages because of the bulk of the mortgage being of such long term and it's more than likely that you will never pay off the bulk before your inevitable death and the next generation may take over such loans. This could be a solution for younger people in high value areas such as Sulcombe or in Sandbanks or London or many other places in the UK that are now struggling with increased house prices and no place for young people to call their own. I know what I'm saying is not a solution in part and I know many people won't want a million pound mortgage and it would still require a down payment of three to five percent. However that's better than the 10 to 20 percent and messing around with help to buy loans and focusing on new build properties. 
but it is an option that can be considered and would then allow generation of families to stay in the area going forward as they have done so in the past. It stops families from having to move away because of the increase in property prices and losing the family connection to the area. This may create multi-generational homes which have happened in Switzerland and obviously following certain religions they have multi-generational homes as standard. However, I know many young people do not like the idea of having multi-generational homes, but it allows the families to stay in the area and it is a compromise that may need to be taken. And I'm sure many properties can be adapted with annexes and segregation so that different generations can have their own spaces, maybe even their own entrances to compensate for this. I hope you found what I've said of interest and my next article will be talking about the housing market in the United Arab Emirates, Dubai, and the land contracts that are available for such purchases and buy to rent, or rent to buy should I say, and their use in the United States and many of these options we would probably call private mortgages in the United Kingdom. So thank you for listening and I look forward to any comments you may have and hope you enjoy the next episode as well.